everyone. Welcome to the College Shortcuts podcast. My name is Neha Gupta. I'm the founder of College Shortcuts and helping students all the way from middle school through graduate school understand what it takes to package yourself and get that it factor and stand out and get any admissions that you want for the undergrad, graduate level, jobs, internships, and more. I hope you enjoy this podcast. I'll be answering a lot of great questions from people that really want to know answers. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, everybody. Okay, question about how to prepare for the college admissions meeting with your school counselor. Oh, boy. This is the one that made me start my company after that experience. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Here's my real check on that. First, yeah, it's your job as parents to be very well informed. Yes, your student's going to drive it, but you're the one paying for college, most of you guys. So um, it's also very important to have those conversations too with your counselor. So here we go. Students going to have their list, but the college counselor should also have a suggested list if you're at a private school. At a public school, God only knows what's happening. They don't really know their kids as much, but at a private school, usually they give you a full list back. Here's the thing to note, especially at a private school. Uh, Their job is to lower expectations. Um, Here's the reason. They have to look at it from the entire class of who they need to make calls to get in, which parents might have more special relationships or legacy, and therefore they do not want all students applying to competitive schools because it hurts their chances to say to the next year class, we got students into these schools. So they tend to look at it from the entire school class, not based on your specific self-interest of your own child. So that's the hard reality of it. So they'll recommend schools that are like barely what I would even call a target school, just so that students lower their expectations. Um, I'm wholeheartedly in disagreement of their strategy. At public school, um, I'm not really sure. I know that in terms of those meetings, usually the counselor's there to give you some generic information. You can talk about your list, but they don't really know your student from what I've heard. Um, Unless you've met with your counselor multiple times, they don't really know your kid. Um, They're just going to do it based on grades and scores. Um, The thing about it as well is I would talk about, you know, the major interest. I would talk about, you know, what grade she's making, where's her rank in school. Um, I would talk about the test scores. I would come in prepared with all the stats, information, all of that, um, so that you can use your time wisely with your school counselor. But I will say again, just think about it from the perspective, their job is to ensure the entire school of grade kids do well, not just your own kid. Um, So they're going to definitely focus on lowering expectations. That's one of their main goals. Um, I've seen students that should have been applying to harder schools, but the counselor again had that strategy of just like, oh, you should just apply to these. I've seen parents pay for private school tuition to hear that their children should go to like schools that have a 45% acceptance rate for college. Um, To me, I think that's ridiculous. You know, that's why I started College Shortcuts. I mean, I was at the top of my class at my high school and my college counselor looked at me in that meeting and said, you may not get in anywhere. And it was super crushing. Um, It was horrible. I mean, I, I can't even tell you how horrible that was. So please, you know, prepare your child as well for that meeting to not get traumatized. Because um, a lot of school counselors can be quite jaded and not really like focused about the child and their feelings. Again, I'm in this industry for a lot longer, so I could be jaded in the way I'm explaining it. Um, but from what I hear from parents, whether it's private or public, 
they're never really happy with the counselor at school um, from what I've heard um, and what I've experienced, which is why I get a lot of private assessment calls where they share, like, they're just not getting the level of service they need and desire for their child. A lot of people I know privately do work with me that are even at the number one or number two private school in their area. We work with top students all over the place from, you know, the D.C., Virginia area to California to Texas. I mean, New Jersey, all these top schools and these parents are still hiring us outside of it. Just because, again, your counselor is not going to sit there and read every single line of every single essay. One person cannot do that for the hundreds or thousands of students at your school. But go into that meeting with an open mind. <laughs> You're like, how? Um, but go into that meeting with an open mind and take a look and see, you know, what it is that you learn and then gauge if this is the, you know, person that you really want leading you through a process of investing in your child's education. You know, again, no parent's going to be able to invest into their student's education without dropping at least 80000 to upwards of $300,000. So decide if the counselor, you know, that's your job as a parent to figure out, like, is this counselor good enough to really experience um, and, um, yeah, I think that's, that's super important. Um, I'm amazed they're doing this meeting now. These meetings should have been done January and February. Uh, with your school counselor. So from my perspective, I always find it flabbergasting. I hear some schools will do these meetings with parents like August of their senior year. I mean, that's when my kids are done with their stuff. So it's just, again, this is why I do what I do. Um, okay, question about volunteering. Um, so yes, um, volunteering does help. In terms of Olympiad, um, Shweta, I can, I can assume you are also uh, South Asian. Um, Olympiad's great, but it's on every resume. <laughs> I don't know how else to say this. Um, I had a student yesterday that I'm working with. She's in eighth grade at a top, top private school in the Virginia area. And her resume had like Olympiad, piano, Indian Bollywood dance, and volunteering. And I was like, okay, what do you actually want to do? And how are you showing that through outside projects? So. From my perspective, that's great um, to you know do this type of nonprofit work and volunteering. I think it's awesome. Um, in terms of Olympiad, you know, I think you know you should compete for whatever you feel is great. If you feel like your child is learning great skills, um, but keep in mind, Olympiad is very typical on the school college, uh, the school extracurriculars that I see for the South Asian profile. We got to get more unique, guys. Got to get different. Also today in the morning, I was thinking about as I hung up on my earlier one, is how fascinating it is to me that parents invest so much time and energy into so many of these things. And the number one determinant for success in life, the number one that either holds you back or you move forward is your written skills and your oral skills. How well can you speak, argue, debate, prove your point and how well do you know how to market yourself and how well can you write that down in a way that's effective these are the number one reasons a lot of people I know some of the parents that are on this group I've talked to privately that may not have advanced in their career when they moved here you know my mom talks about how hard it was not having English as her first language but even with kids that do have English as their first language that are born here 
parents are spending thousands of dollars on extracurriculars, sports, all this stuff. And if your child is still introverted or shy or lacks soft skills, like it really doesn't matter what you're investing in. You really want to make sure that they have all the other parts to them. So just remember that today and think about, you know, how are we blocking off our time? How are we investing in things when it comes to our students? Um, because, you know, you can do Olympiad, you can do all these types of things, you know, and we really want to still at the same time make sure our students are getting that, you know, that, um, those soft schools. I got an email today from a, a student that was incredible. Um, I did a speech at um, this very high-level organization, and this junior emailed me privately and was like, hi, I wanted to reach out because I was interested in talking to you about working with me in college admissions. And this is a student reaching out to me, not the parent. Um, you know, and I love when I see that level of professionalism. You know, that student to me is already totally above and beyond just based on their skills of communication. So hope that helps. Bye, guys.